0: What's up, everyone, and welcome to episode number 48 of Project X Talk, an Xbox podcast. Remember, if you like Xbox or video games in general, make sure to join us, usually live, every Thursday on YouTube. Uh, This episode, unfortunately, can't be live, but we are usually over there, so come check us out. Uh, We post every Friday morning on your favorite podcast service if you do miss us. So, find us there, like, share, subscribe, drop us an Apple uh, rating over on Apple Podcasts uh, help us grow the channel, bring you a better podcast each and every week. I'm your host Kevin, aka the Muffin Man, uh, and you might notice we got some brand new microphones. Uh, we sound better. We don't. We don't look any better, but we sound better. You know, me and uh, me and Amon here uh, rocking the new microphones, uh, and that brings me to my panel today, Amon and Garrett. How are you guys doing?
1: I'm doing great.
0: I'm doing great. That's that's good to hear, Amanya. Sound better than ever, I will say that. Uh, Garrett is the voiceless embodiment in the abyss today. Uh, for our YouTube watchers, he is not on the screen, but he is here. Uh, so you'll you'll hear him every once in a while. Uh, I'm uh, here in spirit. Here, literally Ooh. in spirit. He's <laughs> a ghost. Uh, rest in peace. But guys, we got some we got some stuff to talk about. Not too much Xbox related news. Uh even though this is an Xbox podcast, I promise that'll make sense when we go forward. But as we do every week here on Project X Talk, we start each and every show by going around the room and asking one simple question. And that question is, what's you playing? So Garrett, the man that showed up late to the recording, what you been playing?
1: Um I actually found like a little flash sale of Sid Meier's Civilization 6 yesterday. So I downloaded and I've been doing that but uh other than that not much stay same as last week still chipping away at psychonauts and uh tried a little bit more of craftopia i it's just not the game for me mm. it's it made my like my or my uh fetch quest of gathering objects well too fetch questy cuz the whole the whole point of that game is just to make, like, the next totem and then yeah. bring it your offerings of, now you can make die, bring me the rainbow sort of thing, right?
0: hmm
1: But, uh, yeah, other than that, having a time with civilization, even though, like, I'm not going to lie, I suck. I suck outright, especially did, in the beginning. I didn't, didn't know,
2: know you were suck a, a civilization.
1: civilization. <laughs> um, just because, like, I get to, like pushy with my early age and i always spread like my people too thin and then there'll be like some barbarian group that comes in and like the first 20 turns and takes over like one of my first two cities and it's like uh i gotta keep on remembering to defend
0: (laughs) he's ending his civilization before it can begin
1: yeah right it's just like yeah i i suck at civ but hey it's a lot of fun i try
0: that's what matters, you know. Live your best life. Uh, kill all your <laughs> your civilizations before they begin. Yeah,
1: but uh, <laughs> everybody else, I would not make a good world leader. Just so we know now, I would I would kill us.
0: How are you? Uh, how are you feeling about Psychonauts too? Now that you put more time into it,
1: um, I'm still having a lot of fun with it. It's my man. Uh,
0: That's right. Yeah,
1: like platformers, I still get uh, childishly annoyed sometimes when you can't do a simple thing. But hey. It's uh, that's part of the gaming experience, right? So don't get me wrong. I'm not going through it at your pace where it's just like sending the group chat pictures of you hundred percenting it within a week. But you know, in my heart of hearts, I try.
0: <laughs> I mean, haters going to hate and ainers is going to ain't. Yeah. I believe is the famous quote from one James Franco, but yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: Hate Amma, us because they ain't us. Hate, yeah, hate us because they ain't us. That's <laughs> right. You know, my man. All right, Garrett. We're on the same wavelength today. Uh, Amon, I'm going to throw it over to you. What you been playing this week?
2: So I finally beat the Ascent. And uh, yeah, that game was pretty boring, I would say. Wow. It was extremely repetitive, sit, almost the same enemy types like throughout the game followed a very basic level structure of like beat three waves of enemies one boss three waves of enemies another boss so yeah it was pretty basic it kind of reminded me of doom eternal you know it was more of a just shoot away
0: hold up did I don't you really say care Do- about the story are you saying doom eternal is boring
2: oh no i'm not saying it's boring it's like okay like when you're playing it you don't really care about the story you're just playing it to rip people open
0: that I agree with, that so, yeah, I, fully, um, I fully support you there.
2: Ascent, Ascent tried to do that, but with the twin-stick shooter, I think, and it did not exactly work. So, yeah, uh, it's like a 5 out of 10 for me.
0: Wow, that was one of your most anticipated games.
2: I know, right, yeah. I was pretty disappointed. I thought the story was going to be deeper, there were going to be better RPG elements. It was almost non-existent, but, but yeah, that was disappointing. I started Dodgeball Academia.
0: Nice. Good choice. Loving good choice. It, it is Yes, a great you game. are. I told you. you is, I knew you'd love game. it. I knew you'd love it. Yeah.
2: That, that, I don't know how to describe it, but like, it's just, it's just fun. But yeah, those are the two games I've been playing this week. I still haven't gotten around to beat uh, 12 minutes yet.
0: No, you're not missing anything. But
2: yeah, that is on my, yeah.
0: <laughs> well, I'm glad to hear you picked up Dodgeball Academia. I, lo- I love that game. A lot. Another one, I hundred percent had to brag in the group chat, you know. <laughs> um, in terms of what I've been playing, I've actually played quite a lot this week, guys. Um, I'm gonna start off with the one I played the least, and that's uh, Hitman 2. Uh, it's the PlayStation Plus game this month, so I grabbed Hitman 2. Um, it's all right. It's a little frustrating at points. I don't think that the like this. I like the. I like the idea of having the sandbox, being able to approach situations differently to kill people. I feel like the execution is a little annoying sometimes where like I get seen in situations where there's no way that they saw me or like, I don't know. I, I have to spend more time with it. I've done the prologue in one mission, so I wouldn't say I'm like really opened up. The first mission was kind of fun. It was like a stealth mission. I was throwing squeaky toys to distract people, strangle them in the shower. So that one was pretty fun. The next game that I've played a ton of, and it's a new release. It was one of my most uh, anti- hidden gems last week that we went over. And that's uh, Fist, Forged, in Shadow Torch. Now, if you follow me on Twitter, at the Mon for everyone that wants to go follow me on Twitter, um, you'll see that I posted uh, a drill, but it had a carrot skin on it. And if you don't know this game, it's a you play as a rabbit. So I was like, wow, this game really knows what it's about. You know, it gave you a a carrot skin. But this game is great. It's from a a Chinese indie studio. It's part of the Hero Project or China Hero Project. Something Sony basically went over, found a bunch of independent Chinese developers and gave them money to put their games on PlayStation. Uh, I'm probably gonna do a review for this game. I believe it is a timed exclusive. I think it's gonna come to other stuff eventually. Uh at least PC, I believe. But right now, I'm pretty sure it's only PlayStation 4 and 5. But it's a Metroidvania. You play as a rabbit, you get a giant mechanical arm, you get to do like arcade combos, beat them up. Uh it's it's a lot of fun. Uh I'm not like the biggest Metroidvania fan, but there's like super good platforming in this, like wall jumping, using um you're drilled to, like, fly, go underwater. So this game is right up my alley. And you get to play as a, a rabbit. And y'all know how I love playing as uh as animals in video games. So I'm, like, the, the thing, I'm, like, 10 hours into that. And it says, like, 33%. So I don't know if that's to 100% because there is stuff like collectibles or if that's, like, the story progression. But I'm a decent amount into it. You know, it's a it's a $26 game. I can't... Can't expect it to be that long, Um, but I put that down because Tales of Arise. I found out if you switched your uh, location to Japan, you could play it early yesterday. So let me tell you, I have put since yesterday after work almost 10 hours into Tales of Arise. And I love it. Like, it's literally all I'm thinking about. I cannot wait wait to get off this podcast and go play more Tales of Arise.
1: So tell us a little bit about it.
0: Okay. So, Tale, it's the 17th entry in the Tales of series, which is my favorite JRPG series. It's an action RPG. Um, So that means it's real-time combat. They stress combos, so you have a normal attack button, you have a dodge button, and then you have these things called arts, which you string together. So you have a gauge to manage your arts. So I'll do like a few normal hit combos, string in an art, kick them up in the air, do a few more hits, string in uh, another combo, another art. Um, it's it's kind of, it's like a platinum game almost. I want to say like, if you know what like uh, Bayonetta feels like where you do those crazy combos, that's kind of what they're going for here but it's in 10 hours i've gotten four party members out of the six you play as um i don't want to give too much away but you play as like a a male his name's alfin but he doesn't know that at the start um he has amnesia uh his people are being oppressed by this other race that came to their world and like took them over and you basically start an uprising, a rebellion. Uh, you meet this girl, uh, S- Sion, who has some sort of curse where she electrifies people that get close to her. Uh, but Alfin can't feel pain, so they're kind of like a perfect combo, so they can like go journey the world together. And then, oh
1: how mysterious!
0: Yeah, from there,
1: <laughs> typical genus
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's oh yeah, it's yeah. it's JRPG to the max. From there, you know, you go town to town, meeting your party members, figuring out their stories. Your ultimate goal is to take down like the five lords. Well, that's a goal right now is to take down the five lords of the regions that are like oppressing your world. I assume in classic JRPG fac- fashion, that is not the end of the game, because from what I've seen, this game's like 70 hours long, and then you do post-games, so Tales, they're always like that. I mean, Tales of Symphonia, to 100% it, you had to do like minimum 280 hours, and that's like if you did everything for playthroughs. Yeah, it's it's crazy. But okay, I love... So uh,
1: remember I, I played Tales of little tag in the chat.
2: That
1: was Total. the only
0: Tales games i played.
1: So it'll be a few weeks before you send that hundred percent thing that slightly infuriates everybody.
0: <laughs> uh, so yeah, it would definitely be a while. There is I've looked at the achievements. There's quite a few grinding ones like watch 300 skits, uh, make a hundred weapons, make hundred or craft hundred accessories. How or long has
1: your profile been active? What do you mean? Because I was checking it the other day. Because I'm not going to uh, beat around the bush chat. We see this 100% thing that he sends us quite a bit. So I was curious. And I'm still like 20,000 more points than you.
0: Oh, And you I don't mean, remember okay. the last game. i my 100%. Yes. Yeah, yeah. My gamer tag. Um, when did We're I get
1: We're Not like a 100, but like 20,000, I think, ahead.
0: So my gamer tag came about in the Xbox 360 generation and not at the start, like probably towards the end of it, like maybe the last two years of the Xbox 360 generation. So 2011, 2010, maybe it's like a decade, decade old, but yeah, I only have like 55,000 gamer score right now. Uh, I had not. I'm gonna. I'm going tell you right now, guy. I did not 100 percent a game until this year. I believe. I wait. No, that's not true. I had one on the 360, and that was FIFA 14. But I had I did not 100 any game in like the <laughs> last decade. And then this year, I've 100 like I don't know 10 or something.
1: Yeah, you've been knocking him out of the ballpark. That's for damn sure. Yeah,
0: I I don't know my my friend. Started doing the Assassin's Creed series where he was 100%ing those, and it kind of just started, uh, you know, awakened something in me where I'm like, I want the platinum if I can get it, I want the 100% if I can get it. So now I really pay attention to those achievements and those trophies, and I'm like, I, I'm gonna try to get these. Obviously, if I if they're too hard, I give up, or like if they're really grindy, I can't, I don't want to deal with it. But I'm uh, I'm I'm going for it, you know. So it's a good time. Yeah, I think
1: like the last game I 100%ed was like yeah assassin's creed before they started doing like the whole there's now 350 flags which was pretty much since like the beginning but i think it was like number three when i stopped but yeah i can't do that no more
0: hmm. don't get the uh, time
1: for like every flag on every
0: building i'm he, good. Just, he just did odyssey he keeps going back for the or not yeah he's done odyssey he's done valhalla he keeps going back for the dlc um he's i think he's done one more i think he's on syndicate right now and he he doesn't like it very much so i don't know if he's gonna stick that one out but yeah uh i mean i think the first one might have been scarlet nexus and then i've just been been on a roll with uh, xbox games lately anyway playstation's a different story where i i started strong at the back in november with the ps5 release and i've kind of fallen off uh platinum you also
2: do mass effect legendary edition you did that as well, right?
0: I did. I met. I uh, 100% did Mass Effect One and Two. I didn't do Three, and then for the Legendary Edition, I'm missing five achievements total. Oh, go back and get them.
1: Well, because I think they're ones that require like multiple playthroughs, right? Like certain conversational outcomes.
0: Uh, no, not for not for those. The only ones I'm missing three achievements are do all three games on Insanity. And then I'm missing two in um, Mass Effect 3, which are just DLC, like, conversations that you... I didn't go to the area and do them, Um, like, the little shopping center uh, that unlocks in one of the DLCs, because I had never been there. I didn't play the Mass Effect 3 DLC, so it's, like, brand new. I didn't know about it. So I could go back and get those. I mean, I could go back and get all of them, and maybe I will at some point if I feel like suffering through insanity. But... Wasn't really on top of my priority list, so yeah, a little little achievement hunter coming on here, guys. But yeah, Tales of rise, uh, I can't wait to get off this podcast with you and go play more. Um, I'm 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 very I'm very committed. I uh, love this game already. It's I mean we'll talk about it a little more. I got a little news roundup here. If we wanna if we wanna go through the news, guys, uh, dive deep into the library. Um, as yeah, we do. let's move on. All right. So story number one, Alan Wake remaster is real. The long rumored remaster of Alan Wake has finally been announced. Uh, we saw the official trailer get dropped, I believe yesterday, but it did show up a uh, spoiler alert at the PlayStation 5 showcase that we just got done watching about an hour ago. So, um, pulling from Tom Phillips, a Eurogamer, Remedy has officially confirmed that Alan Wake Remastered will be released this fall on PS4 and PS5, Xbox consoles, uh, Epic Game Store. This marks the first time PlayStation console owners will experience the previously Xbox exclusive title. This remaster will include both DLC chapters, 4K visuals, improved textures, improved character models. Uh, I saw the trailer. I think it looks really good. Um, but I like. Remedy a lot. I think Control is a fantastic game. I loved how they connected Alan Wake to Control. So, this isn't a full price title. It is coming in around, I think, $30 is what they're asking for it. So, uh, Amon, I'm going to throw it to you. You got any interest in checking this out? Nope. Oh. <laughs> Why not?
2: <laughs> well, like, I've played Alan Wake before.
0: Oh, you already need to play the
2: yeah, do, do I do really need to play the remastered Unless it's like insanely improved visuals I'm not going to check it out unless it's that
0: I mean, did you see the trailer? It is insanely improved visuals.
2: Doesn't look that doesn't look like you know the jump from RE2 and then RE2 remake. Oh, that's a whole that
0: different was, yeah. that's a whole different ballroom, yeah. you know. That,
2: that, 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 that's what I expect from remastered and remakes.
0: Uh, Gary, uh, yeah. what about I was, you? I was I was a little disappointed.
1: For Alan Wake, there's, there's not too much I could say, I'm not going to lie. It never interested me.
0: Wow, you guys are missing out on a good title.
1: Yeah, like, I, I was thinking about it, but uh, to be honest, that was always my... Uh, Alan Wake, to me, was a weird X-Files version of Uncharted. Right? Like, that was the competition answering call. I, I have
0: wrong. never once heard Alan Wake compared to Uncharted.
1: Yeah, that that I, was always like the it's nothing it like was, Uncharted though.
2: No, yeah.
1: Who did yeah, you no. hang out with? I'm sorry, that was just how it was explained to me. Sorry. Mm. Yeah, no, no. I so mean, maybe I, I will go try it out now. Uh, so because I heard that it was just like an over the camp or over the shoulder is. camera third person yeah. with a uh, slight sci-fi elements, and I was like, oh, yeah, uh, I could go. You Skip nailed it.
0: That. You nailed it. No, you're right. That's that's what the game <laughs> is. I wouldn't describe Uncharted like that, though. It was my thing. Oh, okay. Oh, All okay. right. Um, I'm probably not going to pick it up just because I don't really care to replay Alan Wake. Like Amon said, uh, it was good the first time. I'm excited for m- new stuff from Remedy. I don't really have interest in going back to Remedy's old stuff. So, probably a skip for me, but it will launch October 5th for anyone interested on everything. So, if you haven't played it, this is a good time to jump in. You'll probably get the best Alan Wake experience. Uh, we have barely any news stories this week, guys. Uh, it's going to be a little rapid fire here. So, story number two, and I do have an um, addendum to this story uh, because I saw some breaking news before I, before we started recording. So, Uh, Story number two, Halo Infinite will launch with 23 maps according to a recent data miner Uh, pulling from Hope Bellingham at GamesRadar who has the roundup. According to this data miner who goes as Serasia 4, Halo Infinite will launch with 23 maps across both arena and big team battle game modes. They also claim that the next flight will take place in October and we will see two of the big team battle maps in this flight. Now, my addendum is right before we went live, 343 tweeted that the next Halo flight is the end of September. I believe they said the 23rd um, and that you have to be registered by September 13th in order to be eligible for the next flight. So he did get that one wrong. Not by that much. So, Garrett, I know Amon doesn't give two shits about Halo. So I'm going to go I'm going to go over to you. Um you gonna try to get into this flight? I know we didn't get into the last one. Uh Tom did. And twenty-three maps. What do you what are you thinking?
1: Uh 23 maps. I was actually thinking about that and like because I saw on Twitter some people were complaining immediately after it came out and I was like, I think that's more than Halo one and two, right?
0: That's a lot of maps.
1: That's yeah, more like than- that's quite a, a
2: lot. Thing. Like Rainbow Six launched with six maps.
1: Yeah. Call of Duty
2: launches with eight like, maps each somebody year. somebody's is in amount.
1: front of their computer right i'm just in front of my phone i don't want to accidentally mm-hmm. leave but like somebody just want to type in like halo one two and three maps that launch because i think it might be like multiple games added together at this point
0: oh probably i mean yeah
1: and like the I, fact that some people were complaining about it i was just like what the hell
0: yeah, I believe this whole thing started because people were talking about how Call of Duty Vanguard, I think, is launching with twenty maps. So like they have a good a good chunk over there as well. And then this uh, data miner, I'm not gonna call them a leaker because I don't know if they're true. This data miner uh, came up and was like, "Hey, Halo's launching with twenty three maps. So you know, Halo ain't got to worry about Call of Duty. We got we got more content over here for multiplayer, and it's free as opposed to paying for." Vanguard, I, I think that was the interaction on Twitter. 23 is a lot, like that's a so, lot. Halo 1 launched with six maps, yeah, that makes sense, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then
1: Halo... Halo 2 was 10, I think.
0: Amon just peaced out for some reason, so you're oh. all seeing my lovely face. Um, goodbye, Amon. <laughs> Hello, Amon. I don't know, I, I don't know why I did that, but regardless um yeah so halo launched with six maps halo 2 and 3 both had map packs so they definitely didn't oh, okay. you know launch with the most i remember specifically halo 2 you had to go buy well you you might be able to download it but i know that they sold a disc for the map packs or halo 2 because i had it like the, yeah, the, NLC. Those were
1: the crazy times back in the day
0: so 23 maps is a lot that's a lot of environments to like memorize you have to know like what weapons spawn on what map and that's hard for 23 like that's gonna take a long you're gonna have to play and play in order to get like your strats down for every map
2: they're also doing the season thing right so we can expect
0: more maps oh yeah definitely absolutely I, i would be very surprised if we did not get more maps for halo infinite uh, considering they really are stressing, this is a live service game that's going to evolve over time. I'd be hard pressed. I mean, I imagine they'll be free because they're making all their money on the battle passes. But even then, this game, like when I go into Master Chief Collection, I don't remember half the maps I'm playing. I, because I, I, I just, I put it for every Halo, and then I'll just boot into a map, I'm like, I have no idea what the fuck I'm playing right now. Like, what game is this from? I have to, like, open up the HUD and be like, I think this is Halo 3. This, I think this is Halo 4. It's, it's, all, it's all a little much. So 23, that's fine with me. I'm not one that's out here like, give me 50 maps. Alright. We have two more news stories before we get into our little uh, fun topic here. Uh, story number three, it's a short one. Football Manager 2022 is launching day one on Xbox Game Pass on November 9th. Both the PC and console version of the most popular football manager simulator in the world is coming day one. Uh, I tried Football Manager last year. I've played Football Manager in the past uh, as a big soccer fan. I I do like man, managing. It's it's kind of like FIFA Career Mode, but more in depth for the management aspect, which is way
2: more in depth. Yeah,
0: yeah way more in depth. <laughs>
2: way more, which in is
0: depth. which is cool. But like, uh, Amon, you're in the you're in the UK. Obviously, a bigger football fan base over there than in the states. People lose their mind for Football Manager, right? Like they uh, yeah,
2: Football Manager, Football
0: Manager, and FIFA are
2: big here. They're very, very big. So, yeah, I think this is a really good get for Game Pass.
0: I mean, it's on PC, too, which is probably where most people play Football Manager. (laughs) So I think that's a a massive incentive for this fan base to subscribe to Xbox Game Pass.
2: Yep, definitely. Uh, Have you, like, (laughs) even I tried to get into Football Manager last year. It was, I was just, like, overwhelmed with the amount of information there was, the amount of things you had to do before each game. The transfers were just, wow, complicated.
0: Yeah, no, It's it's been a few years since I've dived into Football Manager, and I certainly remember, like, the, the actual gameplay when you go to play matches, it's like basically like little dots moving around. Like, it's nothing... Nothing super fancy. the The actual game is a lot of like spreadsheet management. Almost, it's like how much do we want to pay here? Like, what bonuses are we giving people? You really feel like a kind of like an accountant for these these clubs, making deals, and it's it's a whole thing. And then you you know, there's more to the the football aspect. Obviously, you can you know development plans and and actually figuring out who's going to play where and how to make your team win with tactics, which I do like, I do like the tactical aspect of football, uh, but it is very overwhelming, especially because you don't get to control the players on like FIFA, which is kind exactly. of why I lean more towards FIFA. Cause I can actually influence what's going on on the field and not have to figure out the algorithm to make it work. Garrett, I kept seeing you unmuted. You want to, you want to throw something in here?
1: Oh no, I, I was just sort of marveling. There was just a few little pickup points. I'll like, say, Oh, that's interesting. I didn't know it was all about like spreadsheet management and shit. That would probably yeah. make me actually want to pull out my hair. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> Well no, just like I paid for a accountant experience. My God. No, yeah. I don't think I could do that.
0: <laughs> kind of. You have but, to uh, you have to balance your your transfer budget and your you have to be in the the you know balance the spreadsheets like oh did we spend more than we're going to make in shirt sales or whatever yeah
1: no but i was also going to say like if they go through the right routes for the price of those two games they pretty much could get it on game pass for like what two years if you do it right nowadays
0: probably because like
1: some people are still figuring out like the one two or three dollar
0: options yeah absolutely game pass is I'm I'm really wondering when they're going to take that $1 option away because <laughs> people exploit it so hard. They're like, yeah, I bought three years of Xbox Live Gold on CD keys for $13 and then signed up for, so they're getting a $280 deal for $1. Yeah. I'm like, what the hell?
1: Yeah, I know a lot of people that did that. I, I got on the board before... Uh, I smartened up to it, but yeah. A
2: lot of my friends, especially on the PC side, heavily exploit that. Oh, yeah. That $1 deal.
0: Yeah. Uh, so, ta- story number four, guys, and then we're going to get into the fun topic. Uh, it's just Tales of Arise review roundup. I, I got to talk more about Tales of Arise. It launches today on Xbox, PlayStation, and PC Uh, The latest entry in the longstanding JRPG series takes the series in a new direction with a change of art style and one of the longest periods between releases we have ever seen for the franchise. Early reviews show that this might be bearing fruit as Tales of Arise is scoring incredibly well. As of the time of recording, Tales of Arise currently sits at an 88 on Metacritic and OpenCritic, with Windows Central saying, quote, It is... It, or it sets a new gold standard for JRPGs. So I have went on about this game already, but the fact that it is scoring ridiculously well, like the highest reviewing entry in the series, 88 is like game of the year contender scores. That's up there with Ratchet and Clank, Psychonauts 2. Uh, Amon, you're more of the JRPG guy here. Does this make you want to jump yeah. in?
2: Yeah, I'm definitely gonna jump in on this. I was hesitant on um, Scarlet Nexus because the reviews weren't as good as this. But yeah, definitely. I like the I like Tales of Berseria a lot, so definitely gonna pick this up.
0: I will tell you. I'm not, oh, there's go another for it, game. Go that's, for it.
2: All right, you go ahead first.
0: Oh, I was gonna say I will tell you. I think this game is better than Scarlet Nexus. I did like Scarlet Nexus a lot, I hundred percent of it, but even 10 hours in, I think that this game is way better than Scarlet Nexus. The combat system and story are way better, in my opinion. Uh,
2: yeah, so what I want to say, um, Life is Strange, the new one, Ugh. that's also been getting some crazy reviews. Has
0: it? I, reviews didn't, I didn't really pay good. attention to it.
2: Yeah, it, it, was, it was like all nines, I think.
0: Wow. I'm not a, I, are you a Life is Strange guy? No, no. I haven't played the first ones either. Garrett, do you like Life is Strange? I'd find it hard to believe they're your type of game.
1: It's not letting me unmute. Okay, wait. There we go. Um, no, no, not. <laughs> not the slightest. Like uh, I only recently gotten into story games. Like I just tried like one playthrough of that until Gone with uh, my your buddy game. on his computer. Yeah. No, it's uh, yeah, those. It's a new genre to me. It's seems very like yeah Friday night with a six pack of beer type of game.
0: Yeah, I, I, like, I feel go that.
1: through it with some buddies.
0: Alright, yeah, guys.
1: Were... Next choice. Mm.
0: Yeah, you were the one that I uh, brought up last week. Um, House of the Ashes. Dark right? anthology. Yeah, 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 the Dark Anthology, the Pictured Anthology. Uh, yeah. Until Dawn's great. I, I think that's a fun game, and and like you said, the relaxing with people figuring it, like what choice should we make. I that is I think a fun you know, making a party game into a game that isn't a party game.
1: Yeah. So. But, uh, yeah. So it's on that list, but uh, there's too many good games coming out right now, to be honest. I'm busy but, for the yeah. next few months.
2: Fair. Ooh, well Can we to throw a topic in? What? I what don't you know got? if you guys discussed it last week, but Gotham Knights and Suicide Squad... Till the Justice oh, League really
0: DC Fandom. So. Yeah, I was gonna wait till DC Fandom actually happened to discuss it, but they are. oh but just announced.
2: They're gonna be there with more gameplay and stuff. So.
0: Yeah,
1: that's great. Thanks, <laughs> <laughs> Batman, for once again gracing us with your ever-present presence. Garrett <laughs> does not
0: like Batman.
1: He's boring overused. He's rung out like a rag and we keep using Wow, him.
2: He, he is overused. He is okay. overused. I'm gonna agree with that. But he's not boring. <laughs> he's not no, boring.
1: Just, just the whole philosophy behind him. Like, one day when we're dry on content, I'll just go into an argument with Aman about how, like, if you actually sit down and think about it, he's just, like, the dumbest character ever.
0: Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I mean... <laughs> you there's a there's a super villain called calendar man and you're i i I don't know if ever is the right argument here
1: well no just like fundamentally for what he can bring to the table to what he actually does is so fractured and flawed He is just a make work issue with daddy issues
0: man i did not know you hated batman so much wow (laughs) I mean, Kate okay. Superheroes in if we're
2: general,
0: if we're
1: actually Kate on topic, DC heroes. Nah, he likes yeah, well, yeah DC. Yeah. yeah, well, no, Kate's it's just DC. like DC is just like they're like I don't know, they just seem childish and needlessly broody to me, and they all get what like.
2: Do you mean DC seems so... childish. The comics are way darker than Marvel comics.
1: Well, no, just because like I I'm from a sideline perspective, I don't go hardcore into the comics, but all right, mm-hmm. I'll just skim the issue batman Mm -hmm. if he was more intelligently done do you not think that with all of his money he would actually just like buy arkham and properly lock away these individuals so he doesn't have like a oh scarecrow's out for the 50th friggin time because i keep putting him back into the same place and he keeps getting out of the same place like what is arkham made of is it made out of swiss cheese how do these people keep getting out and then he I, gets out and he I, goes I, I all through that. it again <laughs> with some weird, mysterious goal. It's like, dude,
0: I feel like this Tony could apply Stokes to most superheroes, he,
1: Not really. A lot of the Marvel ones is like, yeah, parents died, but I'm cool and shit, and I moved on from my stuff. Then there's Batman, who's like, yes, Scarecrow, I'm locking you up for the 30th time so I don't have to bring up my parents' issues. Wah, wah, wah. I'm going to go cry into a billion dollars. Oh my like, lord. Oh my god. <laughs> Grow up, Batman. If you were if there was more thought process done to that universe, or like how I said before, if they drop Punisher off in Batman City for a week, no, that shit would be done.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> There'd be like the Joker running for his life down the street, like this guy actually kills running away. Bullets,
0: <laughs> bullets flying
1: by. <laughs> yeah, just like bullets raining down. Yeah, yeah that's, like it's
2: that's just... good hey, I can... well, so you've only seen your problems with batman what about other dc characters why do you not like shazam
1: Um, shazam you mean like the kid that was specifically made just to make other children believe that they could be superheroes too you mean like the publicized uh... make a wish foundation
2: <laughs> what? isn't that what <laughs> like, spider man is
1: yes oh my god spider man like, the only thing that bugs me about him is how they went, like, a little bit too crazy into the multiverse.
2: Other no, than that, like, he had no, a good no, proper no, start, no, but then, like, no, no.
1: Yeah, it's just, like, Spider-Gwen, like, I don't know. I got my own feelings on, like, the whole craziness of the Marvel DC thing, but I definitely have more issues with the DC universe. Another we one that annoys me a, an off the top of my head is, I think, uh... Like, The Flash, I think, is another oh, fundamentally another person. I was like, you better not person.
0: fucking say The Flash. You better not fucking come for, like, <laughs> for Barry he, he Allen. Seems
1: good, but I don't like the fact that, like, he's the fastest person on Earth. Yeah, Until the next episode. And then he's going to find some inner power that makes him a little bit faster. And then we finish the episode. But guess what? Next episode, we'll There's find more to flash somebody than
0: that. a little There's bit way faster. More to flash than that. Are we? T- <laughs> oh yeah. Are we? Are we talking about? And the, then he finds the like garbage? a different
1: speed verse, right? Like that's sort of how like every from when I watch like the little bit of the show and see him in movies, that's more or less his character arc. He gets finds somebody that's faster than him. He finds a different speed verse or some sort of thing that lets him go a little bit faster. He overcomes the evil and learns something about himself on the way then there's somebody a little bit faster after a little
2: uh, Half I mean... <laughs> of Flash's villains aren't even speedsters.
0: Yeah, that's true.
1: Okay, and oh, other than, like, who else?
2: There's ca- uh, the Captain Cold, Gorilla Grodd.
1: Yep. Oh, oh Gorilla yeah, there Grodd, was like Big another egg. episode I watched with like a glue person. A glue that, person? Like... person? Yeah, I don't know. Like I said, I don't give the time of day to DC Universe. I watch it when other people are.
0: There's a I person just, who likes sex stuff. stuff. I won't no, stand I for the Flash. You. I won't stand for the Flash disrespect. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> he's he's the best DC hero, hands down, in my opinion. But that's just me. Um, if we're going to go back on topic here, uh, wait for, yeah. away from your, <laughs> your hatred, um, Gotham Knights. Super excited for that game. I'm on. Uh, I can't wait. Oh, yeah, to pl- they
2: released a new poster for Gotham Knights. All four yeah. of them are walking. Yeah. yeah. And then in the shadows, you see Batman. Yeah. You literally see Batman.
0: Yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm. I just want to play as Nightwing. Like that's. I love Nightwing. I think he is the best uh, Batman character for for me anyway. Like the most intriguing. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I love Nightwing. Obviously, you do. You have a profile picture of Nightwing. Um, <laughs> but I don't care about. Uh, suicide Squad kills the Justice League. I, I don't think the Suicide Squad is that interesting of a group. I know that it
2: could have been interesting,
0: but they just
2: use like the four most basic characters.
0: Yeah, and like
1: Suicide Squad, the only yeah. one that interests me is that polka dot dude from the commercials.
0: Polka dot man. <laughs> polka dot yeah, man. like he he just like, why is the that movie
1: guy there? He was phenomenal <laughs> <in> the <movie. laughs> like,
0: I haven't I'm seen so the movie yet. I'll, I'll watch yeah. it. But, but in terms of the game, the game doesn't do anything for me. I feel like it always I mean, just turns into like a Harley Quinn love fest when you're talking about the Suicide Squad because Margot Robbie was like the standout in that shit movie. But yeah, I don't know. It's just it's and it's like a live service game, right? Is what's it's rumored. So like it it really does just put me off. Especially with what we've seen with Avengers, I'm like, I don't want a DC yeah. version of that. Like, you couldn't even get me to play the Avengers, you know, Marvel, which I love. You're not going to get me to play DC's version of of it. So, yeah, I agree. But we will, well, we will definitely talk about, about that about when Avengers, fandom happens. Um,
2: Spider Man is finally getting revealed, like next month.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, he's getting added to the. He's getting added to PlayStation in the winter, right? Yeah, I mean, it only took them about two years. I mean, the whole that whole game is a train wreck. So I don't really like to talk about Avengers much. You know, I like to pretend it doesn't exist, and uh, we'll. Uh, but you know, if we are going to talk about Marvel, what if this week sucked ass? No spoilers, but it sucked ass.
2: Hey, you didn't like this week's episode? I liked the it. Zom-
0: zombies? No, worst episode no. of the series so far. It was fucking hate- awful.
1: Doctor
2: Strange is
1: definitely my favorite. First
2: episode was the worst for me. So
0: far. No, I liked the first episode.
2: I think that was the weakest out of all of them. And then mm. episode five would probably be second. What's your no,
1: favorite? No, man. Zombies was pretty bad. It yeah. was the one that I was most excited for, but it was definitely the biggest letdown. I definitely see where... Tom's or Kevin's coming from?
0: Yeah. Well,
2: what was your favorite episode? Uh, then?
0: Marvel podcast. My favorite episode was episode number. Was it two? It was st- the Star Lord one with T'Challa? Yeah, that's two. That's, yeah. that's the best one. Yeah. That one but was if really we're good.
1: going for full derailment here, I also <laughs> want to say that the last episode of Rick and Morty blew my socks off a bit.
0: I don't watch Rick and Morty. That's. Come on! I know that Christopher Chief Lloyd is
2: playing rick
0: right yeah i don't In know the new live action like yeah there's a live action one i'm so out of no yeah, they rick they Morgan. had
1: an artistic commercial and everyone's freaking out and it's like oh my god christopher christopher lloyd is freaking rick oh uh, yeah um, like, i'm yeah. not even sure if there is going to be a live action there was a there was a 10 second artistic commercial i That's do want to say
0: I do want to say before we move on away from Marvel and and this derailment of the podcast, uh, (laughs) Chang Chi was amazing. Great, great movie. Everyone go see it. Um, We need, you know, Marvel's really committed to this whole diversity uh, aspect of their movies, and they're still amazing films. Like they are smashing it out of the park. Uh, Aquafina, I did not know she was so funny like that week. be oh,
2: yeah. She, she was had hilarious and crazy reactions.
0: I didn't see yeah, that movie. No, yeah. This is like this is like my first real experience with her and she uh-huh. had me dying like the entire time. I can't. She was great. So, that's just my little tangent, little plug there. Uh go support it so we we can see more of that character. But guys, let's get into the meat of the show now that we've uh you know derailed it and had these little new stories. Uh so while we are primarily an Xbox podcast. Uh, this is for all the listeners out there. We do often do reactions to bigger gaming showcase, like you see where we, over the summer, reacted to Ubisoft and, and EA and, and other big press conferences, some of which didn't deserve our time because they were awful. Um, therefore, the rest of this show is going to be dedicated to Xbox's competition We're going to change out the green for the blue and go over to the other side and run through the PlayStation 5 showcase that just ended a short while ago. So if PlayStation isn't your jam, you can feel free to turn it off at this point. Uh, If you want to know from an Xbox versus PlayStation, if you're a console warrior, uh, even though we don't do that over here, what's going on on the other side of the park? Feel free to stick around. We're going to lay out everything and you can go watch the showcase. You can watch along. You can get our reactions. Um, But. We're going to kick it off. I want everyone's overall initial impression of the showcase. What did you think? Don't go into any games. Just give me. You can give me a rating. You can give me big overviews. Uh, so I'm on. What would you think of the showcase?
2: I would give it a 6.5 out of 10. Okay. Started off very weak, but ended with a bang.
0: Okay. All right. That's All right. I Garrett, I know you were watching it what have you what have you seen there buddy
1: i can't really say a damn thing about it like i went to tune in because i told you guys i was like oh because with our time difference i'm like okay it turns on at noon here and then uh nope i click on the ign one and all it was telling me was like hey the show starts in 55 minutes so i was like okay and then uh, last thing I remember, I zonked out when it was 30 minutes to the show and then uh, woke up and I realized I was 20 minutes late to our own show.
0: Great. Well, all yeah. right. So, uh, so this is going to be a primarily a <laughs> uh, and me discussing yeah, PlayStation.
1: I, yeah, I, I'm but just listening. I'm like, feel active, free. Feel uh, free listener.
0: to ask questions.
1: <laughs> just for it,
0: yeah. Feel free to ask questions. Uh, my overall impression, I'm pretty similar to Amon. I would give it like a seven out of 10. I don't think it was the best showcase i think it kind of got saved by the end of the showcase um i think there was a lot of stuff in here that did not do anything for me and they the showcase honestly could have been like 15 minutes long and it would have had the same reaction like all the positives could have fit in 15 minutes there were, a, there were a lot of negatives, and I'm not saying that's like an Xbox fanboy, but like Xbox's E3 showcase was way better than this, in in my opinion. So, we're going to go into it now. It opened with a city skyline, a beautiful-looking uh, skyline, people playing chess. You see a shot of Nathan Drake, a bunch of people doing stunts in cars, and my reaction is, what the fuck is happening? I don't understand what's going on. Uh, Turns out, you know what I thought of that. Yeah, yeah. What
2: I thought they were like going to tease PlayStation All Stars.
0: I thought it was going to be something like that. Yeah.
2: Horizon. We got. We saw Aloy. Saw Kratos.
0: And like the crown, they were playing chess. Like people competing against each other. I thought it was going to be something like that, like a multiplayer game. Uh, No, it was just a general ad for PlayStation. Just said, "Play has no limits," and then that was it. They wasted five minutes of the showcase on that. Uh, interesting choice. I, I don't know what else to say about there. Uh, then we had Jim Ryan show up, president and CEO of Sony Interactive. Uh, and I thought he was about to say, we believe in generations, but he didn't. He said, we believe in, I forget what he said, but I was like, almost, I was like, oh, is he about to meme himself again? Uh, but he just hyped up PlayStation and the fans. Then we get into the show proper. First game Reveal. You see Sony Entertainment Interactive. You see Lucasfilm. Then you see Aspire, and we've heard about this before. Aspire making a KOTOR remake, and I was like, "There's no way is it showing up here?" And it did. It fucking Knights of the Old Republic remake confirmed. And at the end, it says, "Legend," or uh, says, "A Legend," remade for PlayStation Five. Which leads me to believe this is at least a timed exclusive. Which it's a is confirmed
2: a f- timed exclusive.
0: It's a confirmed timed exclusive? Yeah. This is... Uh, this is fucking bullshit. In my opinion.
2: Xbox, come on. Why did you go get it first?
0: Knights of the Old Republic How is not let- associated in any way with PlayStation. How could Xbox let this happen, one. And two, the fact that it is an exclusive, and I... I think is absolute nonsense. This is... Knights of the Old Republic... This game should not be exclusive to any platform. It's
2: literally synonymous with the original Xbox.
0: Yes. Garrett, do you... Do I you was, have,
2: as an Xbox fan, I was disappointed.
0: Yeah. Do you have any uh, fond memories of Knights of the Old Republic?
1: Yes, I do. I'm a little hurt that you like had to open this up, man. I didn't watch the show, and now I'm sort of glad that I didn't. Um, thoughts off the top of my head, I would have to say, first off, um, PlayStation is sort of known and has a reputation for uh, their misleading marketing. So I'm not going to hold my breath until they come out and themselves say, like, yes, this is definitely going to be a PS5 exclusive for yada, yada, yada time. Um it's a travesty and I wonder how much they spent on it, to be honest. Because like there was that article, for some reason six hundred and thirty-three million dollars is sticking out in my head. And I feel like a Kotor remake. And not even like I don't think it would be like a remake, but actual like fully done, right? Because you guys watched it. Yeah, this me.
0: is a re this is a but full from the ground remake. Yeah,
1: I could yeah, that's what I was guessing. I was like, with the time it's been, it's not gonna be an update. It's going to be like a full redo. Mm -hmm. So like that's a lot of money. And I bet you like PlayStation fans don't want to admit this but Xbox and PlayStation spending is just in two different leagues. So I could see this taking like if it is a timed exclusive it is going to be a huge chunk of their year's money.
0: No yeah. So we knew this was coming. You know, uh, Mr. Maddie Plays has talked about this extensively, about how Aspire's doing the remake. Uh, it was only a matter of time for it to be announced. I did not expect it to be a PlayStation timed exclusive. Um, I think that hurts a lot because, as Aman said, it is associated so heavily with the original Xbox and the Xbox brand. Um, I just my only reaction to this is like if this is a timed exclusive indiana jones we can we can stop talking about it like indiana jones is going to be at least the timed exclusive if lucasfilm is giving kotor to to playstation it'd be ridiculous for for xbox not to at least keep indiana jones for a a year yeah i think it's just about money lucasfilm on money
2: if xbox paid them enough it could also be a full exclusive
0: uh, it's just disappointing. Uh, is my is my over... I mean, the g- not the game. I'm hyped the game exists. Like, it's awesome. But I'm just disappointed yeah. that it's it's I'm locked away on PlayStation. Not that it affects me, because I have everything. But there are Xbox fans that have been waiting for KOTOR remake. Thinking it was yeah, going to be multiplayer. Yeah, this is probably
1: my biggest push yet to get a PS5. Wow. Yeah. I mean,
0: good luck finding one, but... <laughs> <laughs>
1: Well, it's just never really been on my to do list. It doesn't have like too much in game options, but Kotor.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. Well, moving on from the disappointment of Kotor, we then got Shift Up Second Even Studio. I don't know who this is, but you have an uh, anime looking girl with a very defined feature set uh, anime, ass- you know, it's, it's anime. Uh, she was fighting some giant, grotesque monster thrown into space. And I literally wrote down this game is anime as fuck. Uh, It's a third-person action-adventure game. Shocking, I know. Um, The girl's name is Eve. And I was like, as soon as I heard that, I was like, is this Parasite Eve? Like, are they really doing Parasite Eve, like remake or sequel? No, it's called Project Eve is the name of the game. And I think it looks sweet. I know I was just kind of, like, joking around, but, like, it looks awesome. I'm down for this one. This one actually, like, I was, like, at this point, I was, like, okay, this show car- showcase is starting pretty strong, in my opinion.
2: Yeah, I mean, the game looked fun. Um, the action looked similar to FF7 Remake.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, looked fun. I never heard of the studio before, so.
0: Yeah, I have no idea. Garrett, probably not one you have much to say about?
1: Uh, no, from what you said, there's big boobs and tentacle monsters, so it'll sell at least a million or two copies.
0: <laughs> <laughs> more less. <laughs> um. Uh, Alright, this next one might appeal more to you. Uh, 2K Presents Tiny Tina's Wonderlands gameplay reveal. Uh, it looks like Borderlands, but in addition to guns, you can also use magic and looks like some melee weapons, like giant hammers and um, it releases March 25th, 2022. Okay. Sick.
1: Oh, so am I doing opening thoughts on this one? Yeah,
0: I'm I, not a I part this, man.
1: I have slight thoughts that this is what's it called? Like, you know how Far Cry sort of started as a tech test before it was a game?
0: Uh, I didn't know that.
1: Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, no, like, it was like Far Cry was originally like a software. It was like a prototype that they could send to other development companies to show like open landscape and taking different outposts and things than people wanted it to be like an actual wow. game in and of itself.
0: A little it's far cry like fact. How um the forgotten city started as a mod for Skyrim and now it's a full game.
1: Yeah. But uh, I was going to say, I sort of get like the same vibes with that. And I think it is, Gearbox's ver- version of like okay we want to be profitable but we still want to try new things with the magic and the and whatnot
0: mm-hmm. so
1: like make it a spin-off game boom done everyone like tiny tina from the her dlc from the first game make it that themed you'll sell at least three million copies off of the story alone you get to try your new mechanics and then you could just cherry pick the good ones and add it to the next borderlands
0: not bada a bad bing, shot bada bing. i mean it, it just looks like yeah. borderlands to me yeah so like i don't i'm not a borderlands guy so it didn't really get me excited same i don't know. But i
1: just like the variety of guns it's a unique feeling oh, in a they, game when you they just stress like that they're going to have a lot so many oh it's going to have a lot
0: yes they yeah. stressed yeah, stress that it, fact that,
1: that's the magical feeling of borderlands right there it's like how is it that i'm picking up the 600th gun and i still don't recognize and like a repeat mm.
0: well after tiny tina wonderlands we got a little trailer Start off with a woman and her cat turns out this is forespoken so we learned a little more about this game uh, which we've seen twice now i believe Uh, A woman gets transported to another world. She has a magic bracelet. Uh, I think the game looks sick. Um, It looks like it's very focused on uh, awesome magic spells movement. Like there's a lot of scenes of her jumping like off mountains doing like parkour almost Uh, lots of, you know, I mean, it's a third person action adventure game again from, from Sony Uh, square Enix is making this one too. So like, At this point, I'm kind of like, okay, these games are kind of looking similar. We have a theme going on here, which is, like, the thing people criticize your console for. Let's get some variety. But I can't even lie. Like, the game looks amazing graphically. I think it's going to be funny because she's, like, pulled from regular Earth into, like, this mystical world. She's making, like, a bunch of jokes. So I'm here for it. It comes in spring 2022. Uh, Aman, what did you think of this?
2: Did you notice the voiceover was so out of sync?
0: No, I didn't.
2: Yeah, her lips were moving, and you couldn't hear anything, and then two seconds later, you, so- you could hear the voiceover.
0: Really? It was so interesting. I thought the bracelet, the only thing I was thinking, I was like, the bracelet sounds a lot like Paul Bettany from uh, like, Vision. It sounds like him. And I was like, I don't know if it is. That would be, like, a huge get. That would be cool. I was like, it sounded a lot like him to me. Maybe I'm going crazy, but I know that... Um, Amy Henning is involved in this game and Gary Whitta who wrote Rogue One Star Wars is writing for this game. So it's got like it's got star power behind it. And I forget the actress who the the main character she's playing is based off uh but she is she's really famous too and and really good. I can't remember her name at the moment. But this game looks awesome to me. I'm I'm super there for it. Okay. Yeah, uh, looks we... great. Looks
2: it launches around the same time as Another game that's coming up.
0: Yes, I believe so. Exclusive as
2: well.
0: yeah. uh, then we got a Rainbow Six Extraction trailer, and I literally could not give two shits about this.
2: I was pissed they had that there. Why would you have that on a place? I was. I, I didn't want that there.
0: Garrett, you unmuted.
1: Oh, I had no real thoughts. I just thought that you're gonna. Oh. Yeah. I think that really Tom would be the one that would have the most to say about that, right? Because he played the yeah. bit of that, like, our regent person for that category is not here with us.
0: Yeah, unfortunately. Uh, nothing nothing for me. Uh, then we had the Alan Wake remake, or remaster, I should say, uh, trailer, which we've already covered. Then we had GTA 5 next gen version trailer, uh, improved graphics, enhanced gameplay, but it did get a sneaky delay until March 2022.
1: So it got delayed?
0: The, yes, is what that's what the it, <laughs> they, they snuck it in at the end of the, the trailer there. They were huh. like, you can also experience GTA Online. And then they said, coming March 2022. And I was like, I thought this game was coming out in November.
1: No oh, dude, it came out in two thousand eight. Yeah. I mean it
0: looked the same. <laughs> it looked the same. I just don't care about this game. I don't understand it's why. Three
2: freaking generations.
0: I just don't understand what people God. see in Grand Theft Auto in general, but especially Grand Theft Auto 5. I just there's something I'm missing here.
1: Oh man, I think it's I'm hilarious. There's that one meme that's going around online where they're like doing your off of like god filling the glasses and it's just like working on gta 5 and then there's like an empty glass of gta 6 then right. the bartender's like could i have something different he's oh yeah sure pulls out a third glass and starts just filling up the gta <laughs> 2 and 3 remakes leaves gta 6 alone goes back to number five it's just like oh. that game
2: won't come out to like PS. oh no 8.
1: gta 6 dude that will come out for our retirement
2: playstation 8 like, <laughs> PlayStation 8 launch exclusive. Wow. <laughs>
0: uh, all right. Uh, then we got, with well, this one, I'm actually excited for. This was one of the, there were a few games in the f- like first half of the show that I thought looked good, and this was one of them. Ghostwire Tokyo, coming from, uh, you know, good old Xbox Game Studios. Uh, we got more of the trailer, showed the main character. It looks Looks like Tokyo being taken over by some sort of, you know, evil, demonic, force his eye was kind of fading from existence but first person uh shooting magic fighting creatures i don't really know what more to say we didn't get a release date we already know it's been delayed until 2022 but i think this game looks sick like i it looks
1: exciting to me
0: yeah all right so i'm very much in the camp like Deathloop. i don't give two shits about uh i'm not gonna buy that I'm not gonna buy that for ps5 like maybe i'll try it when it comes to game pass in a year but ghostwire tokyo i'm like i could save 70 dollars and just wait a year to play it on um xbox when it comes to game pass yeah or... like
1: it's gonna come on game pass the second it comes over to xbox anyways yeah. so that's what i'm waiting for Yeah, and I'll like just, i like... don't know it's really given me like grudge rpg vibes like yes. if the movie grudge was an rpg and like you could go to japan and you were an X-Files spiritual person. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Like, I don't know. I'm getting really crazy vibes off this. I can't wait to play.
0: Yeah, depending on when it comes out. Depending on when it comes out, like, what else is around it, I might just drop the the 70 and buy it and, like, not wait because it looks that good to me. I think it looks absolutely fantastic.
2: Yeah, I mean, it's Tango. Like, doing horror games, they're just really good at it. Evil Dead 1 and... uh, No, Evil Within 1 and 2. Brilliant. Oh, yeah.
0: So if you haven't seen that, go check out that new trailer. Um, if you're not excited for that, I don't know what to tell you. Then brought us back down. We got Eidos Montreal's Guardians of the Galaxy. How many fucking times do we have to see this game? Saw it at Square. We saw it at Nintendo. We get it. You're Star Lord. You're cracking jokes. You're doing some combat. Like, I just, I, I'm so over it. I can't. I don't. I'm, like, mildly intrigued, but also mildly, like, I don't want anything to do with this game.
2: Yeah, I'm I'm 50-50 on it as well. Probably gonna wait for reviews.
0: Garrett, Guardians, do anything for you?
1: Um, not really. I was originally a little interested in it, and then by the 7th or 8th commercial, I'm starting to get the feeling that before the game comes out, we'll know all but three bosses. Mm -hmm. Well, so, like... I'm good. They took their own hype away from me,
0: well, speaking of that, the next two trailers are also games that i they need to stop showing. Stop uh, vampire Blood hunt. I'm so sick of seeing this game. Nobody like it's people a, want, like the last four people want bloodlines 2, right? Like, and that got restarted. So I want bloodlines yeah. 2. I don't want blood hunt. yeah. And then the next one is more egregious. another fucking trailer for death loop i put it our...
1: needs to stop like how many different like i, I feel like that... there was a f- one video where i swear that they like showed up going through the same room three different times now they already through, like, had different a, commercials. a like,
0: dedicated ger- state I'm of play to, to death guide going on they had a dedicated state of play for this game it was like 30 minutes long all about death loop if you're not sold on Deathloop after the five showcases for PlayStation it's been at, you're not interested. I'm sorry, like, we don't need to see more of this game. I even put in our little group chats like I feel like I'm in a fucking deathloop. Like my my lord.
2: I mean Death Deathloop does have my interest cuz I love Arcane, Dishonored 1 and 2, uh, great games. So yeah, I do want to play it but See seen just too much of it. They just keep showing it again and again.
0: hmm Now, Aman, I might need your help for the next one because I don't know what it was. Uh, it says, I put some weird video recording for a game collaboration with Radiohead and Epic Games. I honestly haven't the slightest idea what this was. You might have missed it. It was called, like, Kid-Mesia. Oh,
2: like- those bunch of kids who are turning
0: into animals and no no that's further down that's further down this literally didn't have gameplay it was just text
2: oh yeah okay it was just like this really short cinematic
0: yeah it was like a video recording it said like live in the top hand corner and then it it was
2: five nights at freddy's first
0: but yeah yeah i don't know what that was yeah so weird But you're right. After that came the the kids playing a ukulele, little girl jumping inside of animals. Uh, (laughs) That game's called like Tachia. I wrote, I believe. I'm not sure the pronunciation, but this game looked awful, like fucking awful in my opinion. Like the art style, not great. The jumping inside animals, okay, but you didn't show me what you were doing. You, I jump inside a bird, I fly. I jump inside a turtle, I swim. What's the actual game? What am I? What am I doing? Yeah. Uh, so then we get to the later. Ha- this is the the final bits of the show, and this is where it kind of turned up. I would say maybe. Um, we but had yeah. we had the announcement, and this was kind of leaked beforehand that Uncharted Four and Lost Legacy are being remastered for PlayStation Five and PC. I don't give a shit about Uncharted. So this doesn't do anything for me. (laughs) But this was leaked that, you know, it was coming to PC. The leak said all four Nathan Drake plus Lost Legacy were coming to PC. That's not true. It's just Uncharted 4 and Lost Legacy. But also the fact that they're remastering Uncharted 4 and then selling it again on PlayStation 5 when they can just put out a patch is a little shitty, I think. We've seen them put out patch for like God of War and Horizon. What makes Uncharted Four different? Money, <laughs> money. he wants money. Yep. And then we had Herm- Herman Holst tell us about storytelling, and this is where we get the exciting announcements. So we see the yeah, PlayStation. He did
2: say that there's 25 games in development in their first party studios.
0: Mm-hmm. That's. Yeah. That's mind
2: blowing.
0: Okay. Well, and, and yet <laughs> when we go through this, you're gonna see How why many is one. Did you
1: st- say twenty
0: five? Twenty five. games in development at their studios. It's a lot of games. They don't have twenty three studios like Xbox does. Okay. But this is it's a little funny you say that because why is one studio carrying them if that's the case? Uh, because <laughs> this Insomniac. announcement. Yep, first first game announcement. PlayStation Studios logo, Insomniac Games, Marvel logo. Everyone's thinking, oh, this is Spider-Man 2. Nope. This is a nope. fucking Wolverine game.
2: I did not expect that. Wow. I was impressed. Uh, but, like, it probably won't come out until, like, 2025.
0: Oh, yeah, there was no date but on it. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm just, like, I... I just under- like,
2: first, Punisher, and then I saw his hairy arms, and then...
0: His bruised knuckles.
2: Cool. Oh, that was great.
0: Yep. So, Insomniac is making a PlayStation 5 exclusive Wolverine game just like they did with Spider-Man. This was often the superhero people talked about when they were like what should Xbox do to, to retaliate? And we were like Wolverine. Nope. PlayStation's yeah. got
2: well, it. It's a bummer. Well it would be cool if they started like a shared superhero universe with Wolverine existing in the same universe as Spider-Man.
0: That would be cool, Garrett. I assume this is. Oh, he he left. Uh, so I think he's having some internet issues. Uh, apologies, yeah. everyone. Not that you can see him, but he uh he's popping in and out. You you back, Garrett? You a little stable now, buddy? Nope. Hmm? Yeah. You you nope.
1: Know, I think I'm back now. I don't know what was happening. Like the last five minutes, it would like compress everything you guys were saying for ten seconds, and then like. Give it to me in two so you guys reject
0: Interesting. Uh well we were talking about how Insomniac last
1: five minutes. I don't know. We're talking But uh hey, I'm back now everyone. Uh, I was going to ask
0: you what you think about Insomniac making a PlayStation 5 exclusive Wolverine game. Um,
1: I'm just glad that it's not uh number two of that hits like Jesus man, I swear I have like dyslexia. Their main series. Dude, Spider-Man, Punk, no, uh, for Xbox,
0: Sunset Overdrive,
1: Sunset Overdrive, yeah, right. Sun Sun Overdrive. I'm just glad that it's not Sunset Overdrive 2 To
0: be honest, I
1: don't think it's oh, ever gonna do that. That
0: is
2: supposedly in the making. Uh,
1: no, it's not. I'm <laughs> uh, well, Sometimes you just need to lie to me.
0: We're gonna. <laughs> we're gonna. The next announcement, because we're going to go back to Insomniac, but Polyphony showed off Gran Turismo. I don't think anyone cares about that here. But then, again... It it looks shit
2: compared to Forza. It looks shit compared to Forza.
0: uh, Then we get the announcement for Spider-Man 2. Officially confirmed. 2023. Developed by Insomniac. I don't know how the fuck they're managing all these projects. They've already put out Miles Morales, Ratchet & Clank in this year alone and then they have spider-man 2 coming 2023 and that wolverine game and i assume they'll do something else along with that. knowing them oh my god don't even tease me um <laughs> yeah
2: but well, i'm hyped show, i'm yeah, hyped
0: trailer showed spider-man and miles morales beating baddies down together and then out of the shadows comes venom and it was uh um, the voice saw, did anyone notice shit. the
2: voice was done by raven the hunter Russian accent
0: that's what I thought it sounded like him yeah that was cool Venom looks sick and yeah hype 2023 that's a lot sooner than I expected considering that's a little over a year away now could be the end of 2023 I imagine it will be but it's uh that's a they're, they're pumping them out at insomniac I do not understand that that has to be the greatest deal uh, for an acquisition, they paid like exactly. two hundred twenty-nine million or something. That was
2: wow! Big return on investment.
0: Yeah, they're literally carrying the PlayStation Five right now on their backs. Um, exactly. But then we end the show with God of War Ragnarok. Uh, we see Kratos sharpening arrows. Atreus comes up. He sounds older. He looks older. Uh, he's complaining that Ragnarok's coming. He's like, "Why aren't we doing anything, Dad?" Uh, we see, what's her name? Uh, Freya, the witch from the, the first game, coming yeah. to attack. Assume she's trying to get revenge for us killing Boulder. Uh, there's dog sledding in the game now. Yeah, uh, that looks sick. Yeah, yeah, it looked really cool. They're going to look for the old God of War. It looks like he has some grappling hook stuff going on with the Blades of Chaos. Um, and then we see the end of the last game where Thor shows up and... It's officially confirmed God of War Ragnarok. We already know it's coming next year. They, I thought they said that the title wasn't Ragnarok, but here it is, God of War Ragnarok.
2: Easy. Well, I mean, um, the visuals don't look pretty much the same as the 2018 God of War.
0: Okay, I'm glad you say that. I, I, That's what I thought, too. Yeah. I was like, this looks just like yeah. God of War. That's but why, like,
2: yeah, it, that's why I under, it's probably cross-gen, right?
0: Yeah, probably. I mean, it didn't, it didn't blow me away. Like, I love God of War. Yeah. I'm going to play this, but I, the way everyone was hyping it up, I expected something like revolutionary, more. something like crazy. Exactly. And maybe there will be at future showcases, but right now it kind of looked like just more God of War 2018 with a few more attacks. Yeah, basically. So that's, that's all she wrote. That is the PlayStation Showcase. And excuse me, overall, my thoughts are there's a lot of garbage in there. There's a lot of yeah. there's a few good games that I'm excited for, mainly the Insomniac ones and then Forspoken, Ghostwire, and that out of Project run. Eve game look really interesting. Yeah. But like out of like the 18 announcements, I pick out maybe five that I actually cared about. So I think they could have done better i don't think it was uh you know smash out of the park mind blown showcase uh especially because a lot of these didn't have release dates they literally were just announcements so i don't think it was you know there's still nothing to play on my playstation 5 this fall or winter yeah and like when the hell there's
2: there's a death stranding director's cut
0: uh, no, I, I don't want to kill myself. Thank you very much. <laughs> I'll uh, I'll pass on that. But I I don't know. They didn't they didn't wow me. I wanted to be wowed, and they didn't wow me. It's not the same feeling. I think they
2: like- needed one more new announcement, like in a new and famous or a Sly Cooper, something like that. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, it's well, not the well, same well, right. feeling I had after the Xbox E three showcase where I was like, that was amazing. Like so much good yeah. stuff to look forward to.
2: Well, I think what they should have done, they should have started with God of War Ragnarok.
0: They yeah, I mean we like Xbox started with Starfield, they set yeah, the tone.
2: Exactly. Then end with with Spider-Man. either Spider Man or Spider Man. Yeah. Yeah.
0: That would double punch been. insomnia, That, that would have been fine. Exactly. That would have been a fine ending. But I, I do think they needed something a little... Like another new IP, or like yeah, you said, probably. infamous Sly Cooper. Something did something. leak
2: just moments before the show. There was a listing for Ben's new game. Oh? Um, it's Men in Black.
0: Oh, yeah, I've seen the Men in Black leaks. Yeah. They, they've been going around yeah. the, the rumors this this week. I hope that's not true, because I literally don't... I mean, I like Men in Black. <laughs> I like the movies, but I I don't want to play a game based on Men in Black. It could. They could do something cool with it, like if they make it like an RPG, you create your own character.
2: And enter the Men in Black universe. It'd be good, but... Yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, that is all she wrote. And I think it's about time we wrap this up, guys. I got Tales of Arise to play. So, <laughs> Amon, where can they find you?
2: You can find me at Amon underscore M05 on Twitter.
0: Garrett, if you're there, where can they find you? Uh, you can find him at WaybornG. Everyone, that's his uh, Twitter and gamertag. Uh, he's having some some connection issues. Apologies. And you can find me at the Muffin That's a one and seven nine and o and seven a. We will see you next week. We will be back live. And remember, after next week uh, is our 50th episode, and we do have something special going on. So. This was a little more of a light episode, not much news, a little more mellow, just going through everything, but we hope you enjoyed it. Please come back next week. Going to keep making the podcast better for you guys and make sure to go drop us a, a review over on Apple to help us grow. We will see you next week. Goodbye.